0: Hello. Hi. We're going to talk to you in our zen voices today. We're going to use our zen voices because it's (laughs) the morning and we're still asleep and everyone's still (laughs) waking up and we're kind of just going to have coffee and chat because we haven't done that in so long. Yeah,
1: I think we mentioned it before, um, that we both just have really busy schedules. So we have been, previously we have been recording a whole bunch of episodes and just had them scheduled out. Um, But it's time for us to schedule some new ones, but we are still in the middle of our crazy, our crazy schedule. So. Mariah has a house full of guests. Um, I am just in between vacations and just trying to like catch up. So yeah, we're yeah just doing a little coffee chat. Um, we actually haven't caught up with each other in a while. Um, so that's <laughs> that's what you guys get to witness. <laughs> Yay! So if you just need easy listening,
0: or if you were gonna skip an episode, we don't promote that but nothing super formal being covered here today.
1: <laughs> yeah, the theme is we're really fucking busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we really like coffee. Are you drinking coffee? Of course I am. So what I've been are you on drinking? this I've been on this kick, this iced coffee kick. Mm-hmm. Um so I've been buying these, I think the brand, I don't know how you say it, Covey, Kuvie, Covey, Covey. I don't know. It's C U V E with like a little um Accent yeah, yeah. mark and then another E. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. It's an Austin brand, but it has this little contraption in the bottom of the can that when you open it, it makes it it activates like something and it becomes like a nitro cold brew. Ooh, interesting. So- Yeah. So it's creamy. And then I just had a little bit of creamer and some ice. And I have like when I when we moved, I think I sent you a video of it. Um, But when we moved this last time, I had a whole giant box full of these Starbucks like iced coffee tumblers um, that I've just collected (laughs) because I love them, but I never use them. And I, I saved one and it was like the original one that I bought that looks like a Starbucks cup. And so that's the one I've been using it for like two weeks straight. Good for you. Don't start your unhealthy obsession of buying them all over again, though. <laughs> I know. I know. I did tell Rob that he wasn't allowed to let me buy new ones, except I do. This one is um, I won't get into it because it's it's boring, but this one is probably needs to be replaced. Not I'm not going to get a, a, an addition, but I probably will replace this one with a glass version. Mm, yeah, for
0: sure. I wow, I just bought these like tumblers. I think I sent them to you, but I bought these tumblers on Amazon for like iced coffee to take to work. And they're so cute. There's just like four of them. They're like two white, two black, but they're glass. And then they have like a silicone like protector over them. And then they have like a bamboo lid with a glass straw. Love.
1: Oh, I can't remember. You'll have to send me that again. I'll send it to
0: you again. But they're like, I don't know. There's just something about When you are trying to like make coffee at home, because I'm really guilty of buying coffee like a lot. Mm -hmm. But when you're trying to make it at home, it's like more motivating if you have something cute to put it in.
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah.
0: I'm always on an iced coffee kick, though. I never drink. I very rarely drink hot coffee.
1: When I go somewhere, like if I go to Starbucks, I will usually buy an iced coffee. Until now, I just haven't. I don't really like buying the big you know, half gallon or the liter—I don't know, whatever size it is—of of iced coffee. I don't know why I don't really like that. And I've also tried brewing my own cold brew before, but it's—I can't get it to be strong enough. So mm. I. But anyway, at Whole Foods they have these cans, and it's like I don't know. Ad- they end up having a sale because, like, I'm a Prime member, and like Prime or Amazon owns Whole Foods, so. You get some discounts, but it ends up being like a dollar or a little over a dollar a can. So I'm like, okay, well, that's not too bad. As far as bougie habits go, it's not the worst (laughs) (laughs) thing.
0: What would really be convenient is if one of us was ever a barista. And I don't know why neither of us ever did that, but that would have been convenient to know because then we could have had like all the coffee hacks.
1: Dude. I Why didn't I do that instead of going, well, no, I do know. Because <laughs> when I went to work at Twin Peaks, I wanted to make tips <laughs> because that's oh, how yeah. I was going to make
0: more money. Yeah, I think that like the baristas here though, like I've talked about those like huts that people mm-hmm. work in. And I think that's probably like equivalent to like a bartending job for some of those girls.
1: That's so cool. I think yeah. if I – my mom was uh, – I saw my mom – I don't know in the last couple of weeks. Oh, for mother's day, this one we saw Um, and she was telling me how she's going to make my sister get a job. Uh And I I was like, uh, first of all, that's hilarious. (laughs) But I was like trying to think of like cool jobs for her. There's like this, uh, frozen yogurt or not frozen yogurt. It's like a custard place that's right next to her school and stuff. And I was like, she should just go and get a job there. It'd be so fun. Like cause she only has to do it for the summer not for the school year. And like all of her friends are going to be in there. Like they'll want to come and hang out. Like I used to go hang out with you and you worked yeah. at EBS, but I was thinking about like other cool jobs to have when you're in high school and like working at like a cool like coffee shop would be so fun. Or like, um, like one time when I was in, I think Arizona, we stopped in this like smoothie açaí bowl place and the girl it was like you could tell it was like a group of girls there that were all friends and i was like oh that would be so fun that would seriously be so fun i want a job like that now i know <laughs> i know
0: yeah. like i just want to go work with my friends
1: that's why we're doing this pod guys
0: <laughs> we just don't get to eat yummy treats together while we do it we yeah,
1: just, well, we virtually, we
0: are. Yeah, virtually, <laughs>
1: just um, so talk about the show. We like it's been so long that we haven't even really talked about the show. It was so good. Okay, so. I think we might
0: have a few new listeners from the show because on the last day I put our stickers out on the, so yeah, people probably saw a couple pictures of that on our Instagram, but I put some stickers out and then, cause I ran out of my stickers too. So people were like, do you have a business card? And I was like, Ooh, no, but <sighs> if you're into like kind of raunchy girl talk, here you go. <laughs> Here's my podcast. So, um, so, yeah, the show was really good. Um, I actually got, like, my booth set up, and it looked like – I mean, I think it looked really good. I was really proud of it, especially for my first year. Um, yeah,
1: hang on. Let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> um, So, first of all, she's talking about the – is it the Alaska Vintage Market? Mar- yep. Or what market?
0: So, it's called the Alaska Vintage Market, Um, which I guess, like, I think vintage markets are kind of like a – um like a national thing, like you can just call different markets vintage markets, and it's kind of like a term or like a – not like a society, but you know what I mean? Like there's like certain qualifications it has to meet to be like Mm -hmm. a vintage market versus like Mm -hmm. a flea market or a farmer's market.
1: Um,
0: Oh, okay. So yeah, so this is Alaska's version of it, but it's owned or like kind of operated by this company called Alaska Chicks, which is like a really famous – up here, um, like everybody in Alaska has an Alaska Chick sweatshirt or like Alaska Chick shirt or some of Mm -hmm. some kind. But they're like an apparel um company. So yeah, so they um run the boot or they run the show. There was I think there was like um two hundred vendors all together. Um and then there was like something like close to fifty food trucks. So, wow. yeah. So it was at the fairgrounds. Um, so, yeah. So that's what I've been getting ready for. Like, when in previous episodes, when I'm like, oh, I'm just making macrame, like, <laughs> while we mm-hmm. record, that's what I've been getting ready for. So, setup was like on Wednesday. And then the show was three days long it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, you could go set up like anytime between Wednesday and Thursday. And so
1: we got there. Yeah. And, um, and, This whole time Mariah is telling me about like this space Now she has this huge space and how she's like stressed out because she has to build it and stuff. And in my head, I'm thinking like, okay, yeah, like they probably give you like a tent or something to like designate your space and you just have to have like a table and get like a cute like, (sighs) you know, like I thought like I just had a very different picture in my head of like what you were doing, like as you're telling me about it. And then Mariah sends me like she's like, oh, update, like. Rob is literally building walls. Like you have this just open space and you have to create the, you know, the walls and everything from scratch. And it looked (laughs) incredible. It seriously looked like a little storefront. It was like a little boutique. Yeah. So, um,
0: so they, like you go there and they encourage no tents, but there's actually like more tents than I thought there would be. But like in the application and the contract, they're like. They, like, white tents, strongly not preferred or, like, strongly discouraged. Um, But there was a lot of tents. So, like, I – but I've been there before, and there's, like, some really good-looking booths. So I was, like, all right, like, I got to make a name for myself. This is my first chance. And this market is pretty hard to get into. So the fact that I got in the first time I applied, like, I really wanted to kind of, like, make an impact or, like, make an impression on the, the people who invite you back.
1: Yeah, and especially since you had such a primo location, you had to, like, take advantage of that.
0: Yeah, I did have a really good location. It was, like, on the first aisle, like, only five or six booths
1: up from where you walked in, which was good. Um, Mm -hmm. And you could see it. Sorry, I keep, like, interrupting you. But one of the cool things is, like, I don't know how to explain this without having visuals. But, like, uh, there was also another aisle that came, like, perpendicular or – yeah, perpendicular. What's the. Yeah. Not parallel. Not, yes. This par, not parallel, but perpendicularly to your booth. So if, even if you were like on the other side of the market and you passed down that lane, you could like look down and see Mariah's and be like, oh, fuck. Gotta yeah, go check out. So it was kind out. of like,
0: it was like two walls on the end with like long, just like. um well so like picture like a rectangle so like the front's open because that's like the entrance so then the two wells on the side and then the back are like full and then inside there's like inside of that there's like separate rows but i was kind of like on the corner of one of mm-hmm. like where like walkways met basically yeah mhm yeah. yeah so it was it was really good um yeah i did like a little photo station i had like My earrings set up in the little corner, like hanging on the wall. I found this. um, Our guest from episode, our first guest from episode four, my friend Chloe, um, came over and helped. I had a lot of help, which was like so good. Um, so Chloe, your love language it's so my love language Chloe came <laughs> out and helped and she was like painting and then she um, like put tags on things for me and then she showed me this trick she's like really into fixing up RVs and like remodeling campers oh I
1: didn't know that yeah,
0: I mean, she's. I think she's like only done one, the current one that they have, but she's like really into like learning about it, and she wants to start like flipping RVs. She's like a super DIY person, like I am. But so perfect showed, for what you
1: need. <laughs> I know.
0: She showed me this trick where you take like a wall sconce, so like a light that hangs on a mm-hmm. wall. It's like fancy. Um, you take that and like if you don't have electricity, so like in an RV, you. Mm-hmm instead of like wiring it, you just hang it to the wall. And then you take this like little piece of like PVC or like plumbing fitting and you gorilla glue or like super glue a remote like light disc <gasps> to it. So then it, it's like a light bulb. It looks like a light bulb because it's got like this screw that would be like on the end of a light bulb. So you uh... just do that. And then it's like Remote control operated. So I put four of those up in my booth to like kind of shine down on things I wanted to like highlight, which I really think like added a little extra. It was like so quick and easy to do, but everybody's just like, oh my God, how did you get lights? Because the electricity in the building is all shared. So you're not, you're like really only allowed like one plug in. So whatever you can fit on an extension cord kind of. So most people just have Ooh. like their, their iPad or like, you know, their chargers, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, wow. it's really cool. It was super cool. Yeah, it's called the Magic Light. If anybody wants to look it up on YouTube, um, this girl she's like an RV blogger who's actually from Alaska. She lives in um, Arizona now, but she's on Instagram as RV Fixer Upper, and I love her. Like th- the RVs that she fixes up and like flips are like nicer than most of the homes I've ever seen. <laughs> But she makes Uh, them so cute because, like, for whatever reason, there's like if you buy an RV, even if you buy it brand new with like all the cool like bells and whistles and like the cool electronic stuff, it's like ugly inside.
1: mm Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, and the and it just can't help but look somewhat dated, even when (laughs) yeah, like it's like
0: these old like oak cabinets and like oak finishes, and then like patterned couch Mm -hmm. cushions, like. It's nice, Mm -hmm. it's new, but it's, like, not anybody's style, really. Right, right. Grandparent style. Wow.
1: I'm, like, I still can't get over it because, like, I showed – I was showing, like, Rob the videos of, like, your booth and stuff, and he was just, like, wow, she's going to sell some shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, I know. It looks so good. legit. I can't even – like, words can't describe it. It just looks so good and so, like, professional and polished thanks so have you gotten like have you heard anything from the alaska chicks or like anyone any decision makers um well the owner of alaska chicks came into my booth like each day at least
0: once she brought her daughter over i actually didn't know that it was the owner until like they bought something and then i was like oh my god i think i recognize this woman from instagram (gasps) and i was like what or she she was like oh yeah like come see us too and I was like oh um like what booth are you at and she was like oh, Alaska yeah. checks and I was like you're the owner aren't you and I was like I'm so sorry I should just like giving you that for free but yeah so I, I like let her daughter pick out like a, something for free after they bought something from me and she was like so oh, like it was so nice sweet. though that she wasn't like I'm the owner like what can I you know
1: yeah I hey I'm sorry. I just I'm seeing that our lawn guys just got in, got here, and I have to go unlock the gate. <laughs> okay, I'm so sorry. No worries. Oh, okay. I didn't know you were here. Oh, I guess Rob's still here. Okay. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Copy about that. Chat. I thought he. Yeah, I thought he left. <laughs> No, it's fine. It's all part of the coffee chat. (laughs) I know. know. This is, this is how our, our recordings usually go. (laughs) We should just leave it. It's fine.
0: Um, so, so yeah, so I gave her like, um, I let her daughter pick something out for free, but she was like so nice. But yeah, I got invited to the next market, which is in November. Um, Which is like, oh yeah, it's on like a little bit of a smaller scale because, um, so this one was like an, what we call like an open air market. So it's like basically outside because it's like in this big ass, like I, I want to call it like a barn, but it's like, it's called the barn, but it's not a barn. (laughs) Like it's Uh just like this steel metal building that doesn't have a front on it. Like you could like park airplanes in there, like multiple airplanes.
1: Yeah, more like a, like, hanger. A, like a hangar,
0: like a hangar building. Yeah. So, but in Alaska in November, you can't be like in that building. So, they put us um they put the vendors inside, which is like significantly smaller. So, they don't have as many vendors and I don't think I'll get like as big of a space as I did this time. So, but yeah, I got invited to that one and I'll do that one um in November, I think. It's like Black Friday weekend, I'm pretty sure. Or maybe the oh, week fun. before that. I think it's the week before Black Friday,
1: which is fun. Um. Okay. Hang on. I'm sorry. What now? <laughs> I don't know. Get, I'm sorry. Just give me one second. Jeez. Chaos. Always <sighs> chaos.
0: Anywho, <sighs> I, I freaking hear you. So, yeah. Anyhow, um, the market is in November, so I'll be getting ready for that, but I'm going to start I got like a bunch of custom orders at the market I went to. So I'm going to take the custom orders. I think I'm going to back off of like trying to sell anything on Etsy or anything like that and just kind of do like local and like customs. And then, yeah, I'm just going to start preparing for the market ahead of time instead of being like a crazy stressed lady that I was
1: this time. (laughs) Well, and now you probably have a better idea of what exactly to prepare for.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And... I'm making two wedding
1: backdrops. Oh, that did they come from like referrals from the one that you did with, uh, Lex. So, yeah. So I have
0: this backdrop, um, that I rented out to like 12 photographers. They went on like a camping retreat. Um, like, a photographer's, like, workshop, I guess, that one of my friends hosted, um, so I rented that out, and, like, I have uh, incredible pictures, they did, like, the styled 70s elopement, and my backdrop was used for the, the 70s couple, um, that looked so good, I know, so, like, like, it was so groovy, like, the whole thing was Mm -hmm. just, like, super, super groovy, and the models were, like, perfect for what they were going for, it was awesome, um, So yeah, so one person so far has rented that out, but another person wants to buy it. So that's cool that I can just like get rid of that one and then move on to the next one. Um, But I have two people that are buying their own, like they're designing their own with me and we're making it um, like custom for them.
1: That's awesome. Did Did you get a lot of big pieces in your custom orders?
0: Yeah, that's, like, mostly what my custom orders are, like, bigger pieces, which is That's fun awesome. That's what I, I like to do more than the littler pieces. But, like, at a market and stuff, like, the littler pieces are something that people can just, like, spend 30 or $40 on. That sells easier than, you know, a $300 totally. piece. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah. Yeah, like, it's, it's going to be way easier to impulse buy something small and then come back for the bigger thing once you've thought about it.
0: Yeah. And I got – um there were, like, a couple of boutiques that are going to stock my earrings, um, like, in tourism cities in Alaska or tourism towns in Alaska um, this summer. So I'm working on some earrings for, I think, three <laughs> so different places. Yeah, it's really cool. And then a there's, like, this resort, like, this um, – it's like a big house kind of like that you would rent for like a business um, retreat or like a yoga retreat or like a a large family vacation kind of. Um, Mm -hmm. But they have like a lake with like paddle boards and kayaks and like all different stuff. But it's this house. I'm pretty sure it has like 12 bedrooms. I don't remember, but I'm going there next weekend. Um, to do some on-site work because they want me to make custom – they have, like, 24 windows in the back, and they want me to make custom plant hangers for their windows, like, but make them, like, in the window. Uh, So I'm going to go there next weekend and spend the weekend there to, like, make stuff on-site with them. Wow. Yeah, it's super cool. I'm really excited. I hope that it's, like, nice weather.
1: Yeah, that's – that. This has gone very zero to 60 for you.
0: I know. I'm kind of hoping. So right now too, I think I told briefly told you this, but I have another intern at like my real job, like my full-time job who just started this week. But I'm hoping that like after she is done in three months, I can maybe like drop down another day at work. So just work like three, maybe like three 12-hour days or three like 10, 10 to 12-hour days and then do macrame the rest of the time that's cool one step closer
1: yeah hotel <laughs> yay and it'll be really cool to see what else comes from the november show
0: yeah yeah i'm excited for that one because i think like that one too people are just in like buying mode because of the holidays
1: yeah oh that's a good point that's a good point Um,
0: so tell me about you, you have gone on a couple of trips and then you're going on another trip.
1: Yeah. So I just got back from Gulf Shores. So Rob and I drove, um, to, yeah, so gosh, now it's like, we've been so like on the go that I, my days are all (laughs) jumbled. (laughs) Um, so like last Saturday, um, please enjoy the ambiance of this lawn mowing company outside. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, So last Saturday we woke up at like 5am, started driving. Um, It's like a 10 hour drive. And then we were, or we, you know, got there like late afternoon, Saturday, kind of just hung out, enjoyed the beach. We ended up getting, it was for Rob's mom's 60th. So like, a bunch of his family was there like all of his siblings and their significant others and um one of his aunts was there it was it was fun and the most people got there like early on every it was we had this huge house like everyone had their own room and their own bathroom which was nice it was like a two-minute walk to the beach it was um very nice really convenient and rob and i were able to work there for a couple of days like during the week um and you know <laughs> still <God. sighs>
0: it's funny i think it's funny it's like super uh, it's coffee talk right
1: with our kids kinda, yeah sorry guys this my kids is, are still sleeping is, it's fine this is just the reality of what we deal with every time we record. <laughs> and we're just leaving it for you guys today. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy the chaos. Um, but yeah, no, it was really fun. Um, and then we had to wake up on Wednesday at like 4 a.m. and drive back and um pick up the boys, and then um have just been kind of like catching up on things, making getting things wrapped up because on Tuesday, so this is Memorial Day weekend this weekend and on Tuesday, Rob and I leave to go to Mexico for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, where I will not be bringing my work laptop. Um, but we did a fun thing. So we, we were kind of like, okay, how can we make this this more interesting? And Rob and I somehow got into this conversation um, but like or before we left, it was like a couple of weeks before we left for Gulf Shores. We're, we were talking about, because Rob and I are both like strategists, uh, digital strategists. And so we were just talking about like Instagram and algorithms and content and content creators and all of this stuff. And so we made this plan that on this trip, we were going to see if, because we've talked about this on the podcast, actually, where, you know, we get all these videos from these like, you know, online business coaches that are like, you need to do this to get 500 followers this week. And, you know, this is how the algorithm works. Here's how to hack the algorithm. And so Rob and I were like, well, let's try it. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's make a lot of content. And um, so we came up with like some rules and some parameters for ourselves and uh, which ended up being we every single day we made um, at least one reel, one in feed post and like 10 stories I think I think I fell short on my stories a couple of times but um and then we did that for the from the day that we left to the day that we got back and so then we um on the way home we actually recorded just like he and I just talking about it and talking about like what we think about the results that we saw and I I don't know exactly what he's going to do with it I think he he might do like some kind of podcast or turn into some kind of podcast or some kind of like YouTube video or something like that. But um, yeah, just like a just a fun thing to do just to take our minds off everything.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was going to ask, did I I was like, did I miss something with that last thing? But it sounds like you didn't post it yet or you didn't do anything with it yet.
1: The last reel?
0: No, the last like where you recorded just like talking about your results and stuff.
1: Oh, no. Yeah, we just because the little like machine the recorder thing that we use to record um Rob just took it with him like on the trip and so we we just recorded one cuz like there's two settings so we usually have it hooked up to um like a power source like the computer but mm-hmm. there is an option where you, it can run on batteries and it can record uh to a memory card So we just Mm -hmm. did it that way, and then he'll be able to pull it off later and just edit it and do whatever he wants with the audio.
0: Cool. Yeah, it was really cool to see you guys. Like, no, I I like seeing you guys do things together because I see, like, you know, you guys do like your separate things all the time, and you both have like a presence on social media, but it was cool to see
1: you guys do like the How Gang. Yeah, and I got a lot of good. Um, Rob has a Fuji that he got, I don't know, in the last couple of months. It's a really good just kind of like carrying around kind of camera. And so he got to use that a lot. It was really nice and helpful to have it like on the beach and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Fuji is interesting. Like it it, I'm sure there's a setting. I'm sure there's a way to like not do it this way, but it almost has like filters like built in. Mm. So um it's like a really easy way to just like oh we're all hanging at the beach like and i don't want to lug my like my big camera and like do all the work of like editing and stuff just for like you know fun like family photos well then like let's bring the fuji it's like more portable it's like Mm -hmm. right out of camera the photos look incredible like it's just very it's a it was just a fun thing to experiment with and a very like low pressure thing yeah
0: yeah the pictures you posted of that from that looked really good I liked them. I definitely would have thought you, like, edited them.
1: Wait. W- well, most of mine did. Um, <laughs> but, like, the ones that I posted, like, in my stories, probably not. Or the ones that Rob posted um, were from his Fuji. Unless I oh, okay. called it out. I think there was one. Oh, wait. No, I did post one. Yeah, you and were, like, was, messing like- around with Rob's Fuji or something. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah. Well, but fine. I, I learned that, I mean, shit, content creators, that's so much work. It's so much work.
0: Yeah. No, it really is. Even, like, just silly, like, thinking about, like, what what to post, like, that day. Like, if you don't – it's similar to, like, our podcast, right? So, like, we weren't really thinking about it too much. And then we're like, oh, shit, like, that batch that we recorded when we had, like, eight backups, eight – uh Episode scheduled like now we have nothing okay what do we talk about
1: <laughs> i know i know it was um it's hard to to stay in the groove of things i also like completely forgot well i didn't forget it was like one of those things where every day i was like oh shit i have to post I have to post the like honestly like social things but then I didn't have like my computer on me and so I was like okay I'll do it later and then I would forget to do it later and then the next day I'm like oh shit I have to post the thing so I'm like super behind I'm like having to catch up now. (laughs) It's okay. It's just a lot of details.
0: No it is a lot of details and like when you're running everything like you don't realize how like a small business when you're running like all of it it's a lot because you're like you're everything and I see these memes all the time of like these small business people and I'm like oh my god like shut up stop trying to get like you know like people to feel bad for you like you're doing your thing but like I get it
1: <laughs> yeah like it's just and then and then t- I mean this is why businesses hire agencies because yeah. there it's one thing just to like oh, I need, I need a post for today. And you can just like create something. But if there's like a deeper like strategy behind it, then it's like, ah, there's so many little things to consider and to, and it's just, it's so complicated and difficult. Uh, But then also it's super addicting to post like a reel or a TikTok and then just like watch your numbers go up. (laughs) Yeah,
0: no, it is. I, yeah, it is fun. I just got like an alert or something like, the reel that I posted during the market, which we made in like two seconds. And it's like I don't even really think that it's like that good. It was just funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just I still keep getting like notifications like your reel has like so and so amount of views. Ooh, and how many like, are you at? It well, so it's weird because in my like in my Instagram notifications it told me a couple days ago that my reel has four thousand views. But then You're like fifty
1: five hundred. Did you just look yeah. Oh, so yeah. So
0: when I, the last time, see, I don't see that though. I see
1: 3,831. If you go to your Reels tab? Yeah. And then like pull down like you're going to refresh the page? I don't know. Maybe we'll have
0: to do a, a crash course of this. Like when I click on my Reel.
1: Oh. No, don't. No, no, no. Just go to the Reels page where you can see both of them and then pull down like you're uh, refreshing yeah okay 55 58 yeah you gotta refresh it sometimes okay
0: yeah so there's that many but it's cool because like (laughs) the day of it wasn't really doing like that great and now like all of a sudden it's like doing good again but I'm like what did I do to get it to do
1: that I don't know probably the song or something or maybe someone shared it you know what I hate this is the thing that is so nonsensical to me why doesn't Instagram have any there's no metrics or anything for um for reels. Like you can't see the reach, you can't see who like where your views came from. Like you can't see anything.
0: Yeah, that's annoying too.
1: And um I don't know.
0: All of it's all of it's just like weird to me. Cuz like Let me ask. Okay, go. Nope. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say it's like cool to get so many views, but like what does that actually mean for me? Like I'm not getting any money from it.
1: Well (laughs) and that's paying me or (laughs) right. And and that's where I I was my brain started going, like, okay, I need to take less stock in this because because it doesn't matter. Um, but that's what led me to my question. I was I was gonna ask, like, are you gonna hide cause now Instagram gives you the option to hide your likes. Are you gonna do that?
0: Um no, because I think I would still look. So you know. hmm I would still be tempted to look. I saw that you're thinking or that you're doing that for now. Um I think that it's it hasn't it's not something that's been like problematic to me to like obsess over or like I don't really take I don't really like value myself on that and I feel like if it got to that point I would but I'm not like well
1: I don't feel
0: like I'm obsessed
1: with it but no yeah
0: I wasn't saying you I was just saying like for me like yeah that's like what it would that's what would make me want to do that I guess but what made you want to do that
1: uh I just wanted I don't know. I just wanted to try it out. I think I think when people – like when it started leaking or coming out that Instagram was testing it and people were like freaking out about it and um, that's obviously brought up some conversations with brands and things as well on what, what those implications could be and <clears throat> I didn't know – I think at the time I just didn't know how I felt about it. Like I don't know – I didn't know what my position was either way. And so I just am trying it just to see what happens. Like if it's something that bothers me and if I'm still looking at the likes anyway, which I am, um, then I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying it, just to see what happens because why not?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think I definitely think that it's cool. And I think that um, you know, I have met people not you, but like I have met people that definitely take stock in like like, too much attention to, like, how many followers they have or how many likes they have. And it's, like, who cares? Like, how many friends mm-hmm. How many friends do you have? <laughs> like, how many people Ooh. do you have that you could call if something was wrong?
1: I foresee that being a quote on our Instagram.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> Nobody cares how many likes you have. We care how many friends you have. Truly. But it is – I do think that it is – there is obviously going to be, like, some – measure of success we could do a whole episode on this probably but like uh, there is some measure of success with like you know like our podcast when it hit like a thousand downloads or something we were like oh my gosh like that feels successful
1: Mm -hmm. and that's what I try to remember because I do actually I mean something that's really been bothering me um not really been bothering me, but something that bothers me when I think about it is as my followers go up. And when I say that, I don't mean by like thousands, I mean by like tens. Yeah. Single (laughs) Um, digits. Yeah. Like I noticed that my, my reach from like now from compared to, I don't know, five months ago, three months ago, even continues to go down. Um, which bothers me because I'm like, okay, I'm gaining followers and I feel like the quality of my work is increasing, but yet like I am reaching less people. Like it's a, it's just a frustrating thing. And it's, there's, I've never doubted like why creators are so frustrated um, with that. It's completely valid, but I try to keep in mind that this isn't like at least right now especially like a lot of my um business comes from like people that I know personally mm-hmm. um and and just like referrals referrals that way and so I trying to I think maybe that's part of why I was like well let's just turn these likes off because it's a good exercise of just subtly reminding myself that this doesn't this doesn't matter oh for sure and like I
0: think that I haven't run into that, like, a whole lot, but when I look at, like, my metrics and, like, look at my followers and stuff, like, 98% of my followers are in, like, very local to Alaska, Mm -hmm. so I'm not, like, getting a huge reach outside of Alaska, and I'm just, like, I happen to be really lucky that, like, Alaskans really support small business and, like, artists, so, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I have, like... I don't know I think I have like 1200 followers right now or something but like literally probably 1100 of them are like in Alaska like super local to me and there's nothing wrong with that no no there's nothing wrong with it I'm just saying like it's you're in like a really competitive like you're a photographer in Dallas like Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's so competitive and it's so like um yeah I don't know
1: yeah I did have, I I don't think I told you this. Um, I did have this, this woman who I follow. I don't know how I started following her. I I must've just come across her at some point, but she follows me back as well. She lives in Houston. She's a model and she reached out. She's like, I'm going to be in Dallas. Um, if you know and i have a an idea for like a more editorial style shoot like if you're interested and i know it's it's one of those things that like she probably reached out to a lot of people but i was like oh i actually do want to do this like i would i kind of just am in the mood to go and do and try something different with like someone who is i don't know like outside of the type of people that i normally shoot pictures yeah and somebody who's like comfortable in front of a camera and like you can yeah like not funny but like fun more fun things with and I it's probably I would learn something from that um but she happens to be here like the exact dates that I was gone (laughs) oh man that sucks but that's okay that's okay but yeah so that yeah exactly so if um hopefully next time that opportunity comes up I'll be able to do that yeah I love how your stuff is like
0: um like you you can do a little bit of everything which is I think is like really cool and then like I think you know you'll kind of like f- grow into like having your specialty that like people know you for once you like do all those different things then you get opportunities to like pick your favorite thing and then do more of that yeah
1: yeah I look forward to
0: seeing how that all that all unfolds I know. I it's so cool. Like I always I don't know. I think of like those um like those makeup shows or like America's Next Top Model or like um I forget what that one was, the makeup show where they were like it was just like a makeup artist.
1: Oh, I think I've seen it. I think Abby told me about it, but I I haven't gotten around to watching it actually.
0: But they photo like they take photos of the um makeup after and they do it like very editorial fashion and I could see you doing something like that like being the photographer for like something like that
1: so fun that'd be so Mm -hmm. fun
0: yeah they were like naming all these like photographers that are like you know all the makeup artists were like
1: oh they
0: did this spread in this magazine and like I was like I have no fucking idea who that person is But it's (laughs) it's just like not something I've like paid attention to but it's so cool that like you can get famous doing that or you can like really make a name for yourself.
1: Yeah, I think that niche. is. I wonder, that's just something that I wonder though, or not though, but I wonder about is I think back then or previously it was when when print publication was like a bigger deal than it is now. Yeah. Um, I do really want to get, like a big goal of mine is I want to have something of, mine printed like in a publication but I'm like I don't even know what that looks like anymore because it's so limited uh-huh. and I'm sure the ones that are still printing are I don't know it just obviously cuts down the opportunities and I wouldn't even know how to go about doing that truthfully but that is a that is a goal of mine so cool yeah no I can definitely see you doing that
0: so um Speaking of your vacation coming up, I just wanted to point out that this is your last week officially in your <sighs> 20s. <laughs> As of today. You bitch.
1: <laughs>
0: Are you doing okay with that? How do you feel?
1: I'm avoiding it, really. I'm using av- avoidance tactics. Yeah, I'm not loving it. Interesting. <laughs> I'm, I'm really struggling with with getting older.
0: <laughs> Interesting. I don't Um, I feel like you've been kind of feeling that way for a few months now. So I wonder if like, once it happens for you and my birthday is a few months away, if like it'll start bothering me, but so far it hasn't bothered me.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't have any logical explanation for it. Cause I'm just like, I don't feel different. I think I'm just having, not to like take this to like a serious and weird place, but I'm just having like one of those, like. And like existential crisis crises where I'm just like oh my god it doesn't stop like it just gets worse from here and that's so scary and depressing to me so that's where I'm at no I get <laughs> happy, it I mean time. happy birthday to me <laughs> Yeah, but like
0: in the last year, I feel like we've really seen how time can like fly, but also just like stand still and like you're in like your darkest days and it's just like feels so long. But then the second later, it's like, oh my God, that was a year ago already.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it just feel, everything feels so chaotic right now. And I think, I think this is just a part, like one piece of a larger I don't know. I don't even know. It's a larger thing for me where I'm just like re I think having more just in the last year opening myself up to like real problems in yeah. the world and um, and just like realizing how very fragile everything is. And that is just like a really uh, scary place for me. And it's so much easier to just like I'm realizing it's so much easier to live in a life of like, I'm just gonna like only care about like my little bubble and it's so I don't know just trying to like come to terms with all of that and trying to find a balance between like feeling like I I need to do something that's more like worthwhile and like being more involved in in programs and initiatives that like do good but then also like balancing this feeling of like fuck like okay for instance um just a a pretty neutral example um i told you the other day i was like up here in rob's office and i was working cuz he was over at his other office and i saw a car drive by and they rolled down their window and threw a piece of trash out onto the street Mm -hmm. and i was it just infuriated me because i'm like you know it brings me back to all these you know all this time and thinking and conversations that we've had about uh you know more finding more sustainable products and learning more about like the proper way to recycle and like doing all these things and like trying to make an impact on a on an individual level and then you just see people not even doing the bare minimum just well being, it's, yeah it's just disrespect yeah and then, and, and then ignorant. it's like well how and but the, and then you and then you you're like wow there's so many people like that in this world like how could my actions as one person overcome people like that, like, and that could be applied to basically any scenario that you want to apply it to, or it's like, I feel I want to do so much. um, But like, how can I, how can what I do, how can my actions be impactful enough? And then it's like, well, then why do I even try? Like, it's so much energy and effort. And then it's like, well, no, now I feel guilty feeling that way. It's just a, any, yeah.
0: No, it's yeah, it's just a revolving cycle and it's like you do good and then you see bad and you're like, "Well, what the heck? Why am I like this ever is exhausting." And it's like exhausting even though you don't want to stop doing it. It's just exhausting.
1: Mhm. Yeah. And there's so much of that.
0: Yeah, on like a way <laughs> bigger level than trash.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and so it becomes you know, and then it's and then it's another thing where it's like, "Okay, well, you know, my my photography stuff is a fun escape for me. It's a fun thing that I like putting my energy into and it and it makes me feel productive but not exhausted mm-hmm. and uh, but then it's like, well, every time i'm on <laughs> I'm on Instagram, it's like, okay well every like you you have to have a stance and you have to have an opinion and you have to take a side on whether it's like the Palestine issue, whether it's like COVID issues, whether it's, um, you know, like black lives matter issues. Yeah. yeah, Or political issues. Like all there's so it just feels, and I'm sure it's always been this way and I've just been very ignorant to it all, but lately it just feels like there's so much stuff. There's so much heavy stuff that everyone's demanding that you have a, an opinion on. And it's, in it, but yet you're. It's like a. But it's also not good to just opt out either. So yeah, no, it's it's, it, a, it's exhausting because you don't like your opinion's
0: never going to be right to everybody. And mm-hmm. then, if you just choose not to say it, then you're doing something wrong. But then you choose to say it, you're also doing something wrong if you don't say it the right way, like it's a lot and I don't think I think to some extent it's always been this way but I don't think that it has always been this way
1: (laughs) I saw this post the other day granted it was again it was just like some guy I didn't validate any sources or anything but it was just an interesting thing talking about data privacy and how um, of course now I'm not going to remember the example but it's basically like talking about how they use um it was this guy and he was like I just spent a week at my mom's house and now I'm home I am not with my mom at her house anymore and I'm back in my house and I'm getting ads for her toothpaste and it's not because we're in the same demo or whatever it's because like the way and it's not because like Instagram or Facebook is listening to you it's the way that they aggregate data so like they not only are looking at my data and how my activity and what I'm viewing and seeing and interacting with but they're also like cross comparing that to okay well now I've spent seven days with this person or like you know they know that I live with Rob because our like our (laughs) I don't even know the right word like ip addresses to say like our they can tell that we are in proximity to each other all the time so then they start they use that to start building out other other audiences and preferences that you're now a part of so like that guy he uh doesn't use that toothpaste they never, never talked about that toothpaste like the words and the brand and nothing ever came up but because he was uh noted as being in proximity to that person he's now a part of this other data set where he will now start getting ads for for things that are maybe more appealing to this other person that he's been around mm-hmm. because they now they're like manipulating that data to try to start conversations about things so in this case it's like a innocent thing like toothpaste but like you can imagine how that can be controlled and manipulated with politics um, or with any kind of hot button issue which I think oh, is no totally. surprise. Yeah and and you I think it, the evidence is very clear of that. I mean I think um, to some extent I, like let's not go deep into
0: politics because I don't yeah. ever want our <laughs> podcast to be about that but I think to some extent like I am very um, like not I don't I identify as like independent. I I listen to both sides. Like I try to do a good job of like educating myself, but I definitely think that you and I have come across things where we've been talking and it's like, "Well, I didn't hear about that." Mhm. And like, yeah. "Okay, well, here, let me tell you." And then like you you know you like, "Oh, I didn't realize that's how it was." And it's like, "Okay, well, here, let me tell you." Like we're we're never like arguing about it, but it's like, "Okay, like You watch this, I watch this, and, like, some things being misconstrued to make me feel this way and make you feel that way or make you feel that way and me feel this way. Like,
1: very agenda-driven. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's hard even – so even taking a step back from that, it's even – realizing that or knowing that isn't really enough I for me like in terms of just like how I'm feeling um, strictly it's just because it's like okay well going back to the trash example it's like okay well I can be educated and I can know all of these things but there's still so many people or like I I'm sure you experience this as well like I think everyone does you all live we all live in our own silos right like where you have your thoughts about how things should be and blah 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 and you're probably because we're all like influenced as to some extent of the uh, by the people who we spend a lot of time with um so you form this opinion thinking that this is how thing this is obviously what's right and this is um how most people feel mm-hmm. but then you see, and it's like, you know, from my perspective, it's like, oh yeah, uh, climate change is real. It is imminent. It is, you know, a thing that needs a lot of focus and like uh, uh, that is obvious and it feels like a thing that is constantly being talked about and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then I see that I'm like, how in that camp, how do we live in this world where everyone I'm using air quotes where everyone knows that littering is bad, but then I just see, I still see people do it and it's just in, in that's what's infuriating. And that's what going back to, it's hard to, to feel like things, your actions matter. And shit, all of this spurred from, like, me turning 30. I'm just, like, in a very, like... So, guys, this is how Erica is doing with turning 30.
0: (laughs) Clearly, I'm doing well. (laughs) Clearly, it's okay. We we have the psychologist on speed dial. It's fine. (laughs) Everything will be fine. (laughs) That's why I'm going to Mexico. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my goodness. But... Yeah, this is an exhausting time that we live in. And then you add on a decade birthday in the middle of it. And I mean, amongst all things in the last year, like, you know, your wedding being different and like just everything not looking the way that you thought it would.
1: Yeah. And it'll be fine. It is all fine. I I think it's going to be great. It is going to be great. It's just a transition to finding different balances for things. I think. Yeah, and there's yeah, and like
0: finding the balance of expectation versus reality is important. Mhm. And and like somebody else's reality isn't the same as your reality, so finding your own reality and like finding your own expectations and how they meet your reality is
1: yep, important. And be mindful that other people's realities are different. I'm trying that's something I'm trying to do more of as well. It's hard comparing yourself and like imposter
0: syndrome. Like all of that is like hard. Yep. Hard. It is. Harder Oof. than a dick. <laughs> <laughs> there you there she is. <laughs> I'm awake. <laughs> all right, guys. On that note, we rambled. We came, we saw, we came again. No, just
1: kidding. (laughs) Oh man! On that note, um, yeah, it's been great chatting with you guys. We'll catch you next time in our thirties. Okay, in our thirties. Well, your thirties. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.